Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome, Bob Stuff. Joining you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Derek, just so you know, we have a little bit of feedback to open up today's show. If you can... uh cue us down. I'm not sure what's going on there. There we go. That's better. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining the Oilers Now live in location at the Bridgetown Arena, Nashville, Tennessee. This is Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas. It is the Edmonton Oilers and the National Predators. The Oilers looking to get their fortunes turned around. Off to an 0-2 start this for an Oilers team that was expected to be a Stanley Cup contender. We are very early in the season. I would say the final two periods against Vancouver. They did outshoot the Canucks 33-9. The advanced analytics would suggest that this isn't going to continue. But the bottom line is the Oilers have started the year 0-2. And uh, there's a wee bit of nervousness in the Edmonton uh, market, to say the least. Coming up on today's show, a complete preview of tonight's upcoming game. Uh, we'll hear Tyson Berry, uh, one-on-one sit-down conversation with him. Matthias Eckholm makes his return from the Edmonton Oilers perspective. Jay Whitcroft as well, all in the first half hour of the show. Former NHL player, GM and agent Brian Lawton for a while. Factor desserts at 3.35 today, Edmonton time. And at 4.05, 6.30 chance inside the game analyst Rob Brown will join us. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Don't miss Sunday buffets at the River Cree featuring all-you-can-eat snow crab legs and other seafood favorites, just $69.99 per person. Book your table at therivercurryresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott, who is indeed back in the 630 Chad Studios, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. You will hear on these game days in which uh, we are live in the arena three hours before the game, you are going to hear the setup taking place, including the fact that they're doing the ice currently, uh, the warm-up bands getting ready to get all that kind of stuff. It's all part of the pomp and pageantry here from Smash Vegas. Matias Eckholm makes his return. That's today's top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Eckholm back in Nashville to take on the Predators as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Excited to announce the women's only workwear store now open. Located four doors north of the direct workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. And here is Matthias Eckholm on returning to Nashville as a visitor. It's different for sure. I've never been in this locker room, first of all. And then uh, just to see all the people uh, from, I mean, all the trainers and all that stuff. So just meeting the players again and be back for the first time. It's uh, special, obviously. So just trying to make the most of it. Oilers pick, picking up Matthias Eckholm last year. Again, we've got feedback, Derek. 
Uh, Matthias Eckholm looking back on last year's trade. That kind of sunk in here a couple of weeks ago when you're like, okay, I'm actually going back. And uh, I mean, you, I got the call at 4.30. Um, you leave the next morning at 8 in the morning. You don't really have any chance to to think about it more than just it's emotional at the time and it's a whirlwind. Um, but then got right into it. We won some games. We played some, some good hockey. And, and then you don't even, like you almost put it um, on the back burner a little bit and, and then it comes up now in the summer you saw the date we're going here we're going here early which I kind of liked so you kind of get it out of the way uh, don't have to think about it the whole year but um, it's going to be special I mean and I think it's a part of it is to let it be special too it's, it's one of those nights and I'm never going to spend 10 plus years in another organization in my hockey career so um, in that regards it's, it's going to be special and I'm, I'm trying to embrace it. We got you, Bob. You're live. Go ahead, Bob. We're ready for you. All right. So it's the Edmonton Oilers in action against the Nashville Predators tonight. And uh, we're going to continue down the path of the Oilers Now Audio Vault. One of the guys that's had extraordinary numbers against Nashville this year is, over the last uh, four-plus seasons has been Leon Dreisaitl. In his last 11 games against Nashville, the Oilers, by the way, are 8-0-2 against Nashville in their last 10 games. Dreisaitl has 20 goals and 30 points. And here is Matthias Ekholm recalling defending Dreisaitl in Nashville. Not fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's such a great player, and um, he seemed to just have everything clicking against us. So it's, I mean, I've seen it now up close for, for I mean, the, the rest of the last year and then this year. So he's, he's a special player. He's so hard to defend. And I think what stands out is he's so... I guess versatile, like he doesn't score the same way. I feel like it's all over the place, different, like he can be from the goal line, he can be from up, it's everywhere, so it's so hard to defend. And yeah, obviously he had some great success against us, so it's nice to be on, on the same team with him. And the Nashville Predators tonight, Eckholm played 12 seasons with Nashville. Here's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft on Eckholm's return to Smashville. Well, first of all, it's nice having number 14 back in the lineup. Um, he missed a lot of time. Missed six six weeks or so. Uh, that's a lot for anybody, regardless of your experience level or your skill level. Uh, I thought he came in and gave us some minutes. He's feeling good about himself. But to do so, to get a game in at home before he returned to the place where he cut his teeth in this league, I think it's going to be a special night for him. And I know his teammates are, are excited for him. But again, the main focus of our team today is walking out of here with two points. And uh, the Oilers are going to load up. We'll get to the full line combinations momentarily, but they're going to load up at least to start Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle on a line with Evander Kane. Here's Jay Woodcroft on pairing the league's two highest scoring players over the last seven seasons together against the Preds. You know what? I think it's just more in the service of trying to to find a, a way to win a game here tonight. And, uh, you know, we were joked yesterday with a couple of guys. I don't know if you were there, DMB, but we just about how past performance is a poor predictor of, of uh, future results, uh, certainly in the financial world. But, uh, you know, in terms of what we're doing today, it's in the service of um, trying to find a win and trying to find the right chemistry uh, to make sure that we continue to take a step. We thought game two was better than game one, but it wasn't enough. We're looking, as I said, for two points. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. 
A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Woodcroft added some additional perspective on the Oilers trying to implement a new defensive scheme. The reality of the situation is Edmonton is dead last in the following three categories. And they are not categories that you want to be dead last in. They're dead last in goals against six per game through the first two games of the year. Dead last, not surprisingly, in penalty killing at just 55.6%, meaning Vancouver scored four out of nine power play opportunities over two games. And dead last, and it's not even close, in save percentage at 750, which has many people uh, not exactly enthralled light right now. Jay Woodcroft on implementing a new defensive scheme. If you look at some of the goals that we've given up, I think only one can be attributed to defensive zone coverage, uh, and that would have been the second one in game number two. I think there's other areas of our game that has to get cleaned up, but in the defensive zone, I think we've done a, a fairly good job. I think we're sitting at the second lowest shots per game against in the NHL. I would also say that I think the amount of minutes that we spend in our own zone is towards the best in the league. Um, so the ability for teams to come through us to get to our zone has been fairly decent. The amount of time spent in our zone has been fairly decent, but there's been moments that I feel that we can be better. Individual moments that I think we can be better in. Uh, but in terms of sy systematic stuff, uh, there's certainly some things we can improve at, but I think there's moments and in individuals that can improve. All right, we're going to head into our game day lineup report. It's brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. Connor McDavid up front with Evander Kane and Leon Dreisettle. McDavid, 33 points in 19 career games against the Preds, including three goals in the last three seasons here off end-to-end -end rushes. I mentioned Dreisaitl, 20 goals and 30 points in his last 11 games versus Nashville. Ryan Nugent Hopkins to start with Warren Fogle and Zach Hyman. The Oilers need Kane and Hyman to get going. Ryan McLeod with Dylan Holloway and Connor Brown. Matthias Janmark will be with Adam Ernie and Derek Ryan. Darnell Nurse with Cody Cece. Matthias Eckholm with Evan Bouchard. Brett Kulak with Philip Broberg. That's what it looked like today. It looked like DRNA. Maybe the odd man out. The order's only carrying 19 skaters on their 21-man active rosters. They're obviously trying to create some cap flexibility. Uh, Jack Campbell expected to start in goal. He's 0-1 this season. Uh, an 8.73 goals against average and a 7.50 save percentage. Oilers, ironically enough, here this might be the ugliest stat possible. Okay? The Edmonton Oilers right now 
32nd in save percentage, 32nd on the PK, 32nd in goals against. They're tied for first, allowing the fewest shots on goal per game in the league at just 24 shots per game. Need some saves, they'll face Nashville's got a really good goaltender in UC Soros. Soros at 919 last year, 920 this season, 919 in his career. He's a hell of a goalie. Roman Josie along with uh, Dante Fabro, Ryan McDonough with uh, uh, Alexander Carrier who scored an overtime winner here last season against Edmonton. Jeremy Lausanne and Tyson Berry will hear from Tice coming up a little bit later on in this edition of Oilers Now. Ryan O'Reilly with Philip Forsberg and UC Parson. It'll be Cody Glass who hasn't done much to start the year along with Gustav Nyquist and Smith. Novak up front with Philip Tomasino and Luke Evangelista. And uh, Colton Sissons, who sniped a couple goals the other night, with Yakov Trennan, an interesting big fourth line left wing who can fight, who scored a bit, plays a bit like Clem Costin. And uh, Sherwood is on the right side of that line, so Cole Sherwood. Their coach is now uh, Andrew Burnett, Barry Trotz, the longtime coach of the Preds, is now their general manager. At this time, and we'll tell you it's 416 in Nashville, 316 in Edmonton. We're going to bring in back the 6.30 Chad Studios, Brendan Escott. Hello, Brendan. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Bob, excited for a game day. Excited for a game day. Lots going on, including a full warm-up. Going to be here in the act before it even gets going tonight, so that's always good. <laughs> uh, those numbers, dead last, goals against, dead last, penalty killing, dead last, save percentage. But the one surprising stat, I think, for people, tied for first and fewest shots against uh, per game. Uh, that is an ugly combination of numbers, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and, and you know, it's it's one of those things, like advanced baseball stats nerds, batting average on balls in play is a good one to indicate whether you're unlucky or not. And what I mean by this is, like, the shots that have been getting past the goaltenders, these deflections and, and you know, shots through screens, I'm not saying it's good that they're getting past them but it's certainly uh, the type of thing that we would expect doesn't last over the course of an entire season so there are some positives and and i think jay woodcroft has highlighted the the shots on goal and the the incredibly low shooting percentage we know for this team yeah. and the offensive talent that they've uh, added over the last few years again i don't that's not going to sustain itself positive regression is on the way yeah, uh, Darcy McLeod put a tweet out yesterday, Wood Guy, just telling everybody to relax. And I, ha I found that ironic because at times uh, Darcy has been a guy that's been concerned about what the Oilers' shot metrics were telling us, specifically during the 17, 18, 18, 19 season. While uh, certainly in the case of this year early, in theory it would get better. But there's another thing in theory, Brendan, that I think the Oilers need to concentrate on. Everyone gets up to play them. The Vancouver Canucks had missed the playoffs seven of the last eight years. They got off to a horrendous start in the two previous years. They were ready to go in that opening game, and they competed for every puck, and the Oilers slept walked their way into that game. I know that Edmonton gets up to play Pittsburgh because Crosby and Malkin and Latang have what Connor and Leon want. And the Oilers have blitzkrieged the Penguins the last two seasons. They've obliterated them head-to-head. -head. But I, I hope Edmonton's aware of the fact that everybody, this is a team that is seen as a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. And if you're going to show up and not have your A game going in this league right from the get-go, you could be down in a hurry. 
you're spot on with that. And I think Rob Brown was highlighting it on overtime open line uh, after the last game as well. You are the hunted now. As much as you're the hunter of the Stanley Cup, you were the hunted by everybody else in the NHL. They want to be talked about like they're the favorite for the Stanley Cup. They want to be the odds-on favorite like you are this year. Now you've got to understand what that means. And it's a lesson that fortunately, I guess they've learned early in the season. Here we are with 80 games worth of runway remaining for them to uh, figure out just how sturdy they need to be against these uh, these threats from other teams. 320 at Edmonton when we return on Oilers Now. We'll hear from former Oilers defenseman Tyson Berry and get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Bob Stoffer in Nashville, Brendan Escott at the 630 Chad Studios, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Welcome back, everybody. 323 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. Nick has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, I was going to mention Connor Brown might be better suited on the third or fourth line. I think he'll do much better on the third until he gets his game back. That one comes to us from Nick. Yeah, Nick, I think his skating's been okay, but the, the twitch, the puck handling, the timing seems off. Fair comment from you, Nick. And Wild Bill in Drayton Valley says, Bob, you have to admit the goaltending's been bad, not their defense, as the stats prove from Wild Bill. Wild Bill, the goalies need to make a stop. It's that simple. Stop the puck. Bob, just so you know, I'm not sure what the heck Smash Vegas is. The term Smash Bill. All right, well, Crash Vegas, remember them? They were banned back in the uh, late 1980s, early 90s. They were a good one. We're going to go to NHL today, and it is presented to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here is Brendan Escott. Nine games across the NHL tonight. Vancouver with the early one in Philly because of the uh, NLCS that they've got there later tonight. Montreal home to Minnesota. Later, it's the Jets hosting Los Angeles in the Pierre-Luc Dubois revenge game. Vancouver trading Jack... Rathbone and a forward I've never heard of, Karel Plasic, to Pittsburgh for defenseman Mark Friedman and forward Ty Glover, or Glover perhaps, I'm not sure. He's a career minor leaguer. New Jersey waived goaltender Keith Kincaid. Daily faceoff expecting the Sabres, the Red Wings, and the Rangers all to be in the mix for Patrick Kane when he recovers from hip surgery. Bakersfield off until Saturday when Ontario comes to town for their uh, home opener. Tonight, it's the Oil Kings and Red Deer Rebels occupying Rogers Place. 7 p.m. puck drop. And the Golden Bears have sights set on a pretty important home-and-home series with last last year's uh, Canada West champion, Calgary Dinos. Claire Drake should be rocking on Friday night, Bob. It, It will be, and we will be live with Oilers now and Inside Sports Friday night at Claire Drake Arena for those games. Looking very much forward to that. We'll have Frank Cervalli on from Daily Faceoff. He can educate us. I think we can squeeze us in before we get to a global news weather traffic update. Here's our sit-down one-on-one conversation with former Edmonton Oiler and current Nashville Predators defenseman Tyson Berry. All right, Tyson, uh, we haven't had a chance to catch up with you since the trade. Nashville's a wonderful place. Obviously, probably a little bit of a, it's always a shock because you've never been moved during the season before, but how's it gone so far here? Uh, good, it was a bit of a whirlwind last year uh, when it happened and just kind of 
trying to pack up your whole life and get the family moved down and the whole thing. But uh, coming back this year, it's been much smoother and um, nice to come into a full camp and you know have our have our place and get settled in and, and just kind of uh, yeah get to get right back into the swing of things. And it's been a great uh, transition this year. Family's loving it, so uh, no issues. Matias was a very popular player in this room. You were a very popular player at Edmonton. Uh, teammates are obviously a big part of it. They were a little bit in transition in terms of the personnel and moving some players out. Did you end up taking maybe a little bit more of a leadership void than you thought you might have given the fact that you'd just been traded to a new team? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I've always, you know, kind of pride myself on being a vocal guy and keeping things light and being a leader. And uh, But coming into a new team, you know, you don't want to step on anyone's toes. But, uh, you know, I came in here and we had some key guys get traded and some guys go down with injuries. So a lot of young guys left in the room. So it kind of, uh, you know, it was just a natural fit that I would, you know, maybe speak up a little more and just try to help these guys through. You know, some of them playing their first NHL games, you know, their first uh, couple weeks in the league. So I think it was a, a really good, you know, opportunity for me to get comfortable in the room and uh, kind of find my role. Any adjustment in terms of uh, the type of style that the Preds were playing as opposed to maybe, I mean, Edmonton, the perception is playing up-tempo, though they're, yeah. believe it or not, trying to play with a little bit more uh, zone defense this year. But how much of uh, that was a, a, an in-season adjustment for you? And has that changed again now that Andrew Burnett's... Yeah, it was a little different, but I think, you know, the Preds were playing a little more stingy and kind of uh, trying to win games 2-1 last year and, and just be really good defensively. And um, I mean, hockey's hockey. You get out there, you make your reads, and you try to play within the system they give you and the structure, but, um, you know, you're you're making your own reads and jumping in and, and kind of doing things how you see it. And, um, but it has been a little different this year with Andrew coming in, and I think we're trying to play, you know, I, I think if you watch the first three games, we've done a good job of playing fast. We're, we're on our toes. We're trying to push the pace, and um, obviously we've got good goaltending, good decor here, and um, we're just trying to create some uh, create some scoring opportunities. And um, at the same time, I feel like we're playing pretty good defensively. So it's been a good good mix uh, early this year. Is there, and you know, hockey in Canada is like SEC football. People know it, but yeah. is there a player on your team that's maybe? You know, they know Leo Riley's of the world and the Forsbergs of the world, but is there a younger player that's got a chance to maybe catch some people by surprise that's impressed you? Yeah, I think uh, Tommy Novak is a guy who I didn't know much about before I got here. And, um, he was just super impressed when I got here with his patience and skill. He's got a good, quick little shot. He kind of he reminds me of Nuge a little bit, so I think uh, he's a guy that, you know, I think could have some uh, some good years ahead of him, and he's a really smart, really headsy player. And um, Yeah, probably a, a surprise when I got here and uh, you know he's continued to surprise me ever since. And just to wrap up, they're, I think they're still talking about the wedding of the uh, summer out on the coast this year. G- gave you a chance to maybe educate some uh, fellow Canadians and some of your teammates on just how unique uh, Vancouver Island really is? Yeah, that was uh, that was a really fun week and um, yeah, like you said, it was, a, it was a cool opportunity to kind of get a bunch of guys I've played with and friends I've made over the years to come and kind of check out where I'm from and, and take in the beauty that is uh, Vancouver Island and um, it was a, it, like I said, it was a great weekend and I think the guys uh, had a lot of fun.